What do you think of Seaside Nickel? He can protect you from sunscreen. <clears throat> he can, sorry, he can protect you. <laughs> <laughs> he can protect you. So someone's going to try to put sunscreen on you. And, and that's when he uses his... Listen, I can save this. I can save this. Hey everyone, it's Wilmgard here with Miniado. Hey. And this is the FFBE Podcast. 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 Alright, so we got our second batch. Our second batch of seven-star units coming in this week. A uh, lot to talk about, plus another banner, the summertime banner coming in as well, which is interesting, coming in just at the end of summer here in North America. A lot to talk about. It's going to be a heavy week, but let's start it off chill. What did you do this week? Anything interesting happened for you, Minnie? Nothing too crazy. I farmed. Well, I pulled for Heo. I think that happened. Was that this week? I feel like that was this week. Or was it last week? No, it was this week. This is the first week Heo's been out. So yeah, I managed to get lucky and get him on my fifth step summon where you get you're guaranteed either him or awakened rain and then i got awakened rain on during one of the other step summons so i'm pretty happy other than that i've been grinding the dragon quest event trying to collect up those trust moogles and then i realized that you can get those trust moogles in the summon the raid summon so i stopped doing that and started using my energy for something else (laughs) what is that something else i'm starting up the color of heartlessness oh the heo story yeah yeah so I watched you stream a bit of it. Oh yeah, you caught a bit of that. I forgot. Nice. Yeah. Other than that, nothing. Nothing much. Just grinding the the raid, trying to level my heo. That's about it. What about you? I too pulled for heo, and I did a full step up summon as well. I actually used nice everything I had on heo, which worked out to about a hundred and thirty to a hundred and forty summons. It's not bad. I got the I got one five star a rainbow on the third step up because it's guaranteed oh, that's lucky dude yeah yeah i got that guaranteed I think one, one rainbow out of 130 pulls that's not bad oh it gets better though on my fifth pull i got the guaranteed five star that was heo or awakened rain mm-hmm. i got awakened rain so two rainbows out of about 140 summons it's not bad one every 70 that's not terrible (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm pretty salty about it but uh, i try not to be too salty because i have been very lucky on other banners Um, i think on one of the banners you ended up rolling like eight or nine in what a hundred summons or less oh yeah i got a ton in one i I think in the long run this kind of stuff balances out there's periods of drought where you get garbage and nothing and there's periods where you get really really lucky it's just how randomness works sometimes the only reason I'm really sad about it is because I've been saving and anticipating Heo for so long. I was really hoping to get him. Man, it's it's not about the the destination. You know, it's it's about the journey. Oh, that journey sucks balls. Well, that's what you got to do to get your USC tickets now. Have you heard? You got the suck latest the balls? news release. Yeah, Gumi will send balls to your home address every month, and you got to suck them, and you get your third USC ticket for the month. So you're telling me sweet. I have to suck Gumi's balls? <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's exactly what I'm saying. That's very interesting. That's a new, uh, a very new business model. I've never heard of this before. Well, I mean, they're trying to drum up some excitement for the game, and they're trying to trend out new strategies, you know, to to really bring the community together. No, but they did promise a third UOC. I'm I'm anticipating that sometime soon, probably with another event. Yeah, I mean, you rolling Awakened Rain is not the worst thing in the world. No, I'm happy he's, with it. He's really he's good. He's the best magic cover tank, and I think he only loses out to his own seven-star version. So even as a six-star, he's going to beat out your Bosch. Yep, I know. Well, Bosch isn't seven-star yet either, but I'm I'm pretty happy with Awakened Rain. I can't honestly yeah. like I said the, I can't the nice really thing about the Heo banner is that either one of the two units I mean Heo was obviously the superstar, but Awakened Rain is a really, really good unit to have. Yes, he is. But this isn't about the Heo banner this week. This week is all about that summertime banner. So let's dive <laughs> into it. We have Aloha Laswell that I'd like to talk about. Do you know Aloha means hello and goodbye? I did, actually. I learned that in a kid's movie. 
No, a kid's cartoon. <laughs> I wonder what they're trying to say with that. Is this hinting at Laswell's eventual death? And rebirth. Could be. Just like Rain. Awakened Laswell. I can't wait. <laughs> All right. Let's I'm look at serious, this guy. serious, Gumi. Make it happen. Let's look at this Laswell summertime Aloha. He has some good equipment that it comes with, that TMR, the colorful lay. That's pretty awesome, actually. Yeah, it is. Uh, you get 45 attack on an accessory plus 10% equipment attack when dual wielding, which you'll want to do with him anyways. It's pretty good. Yeah. It, the nice thing is it's a, it's an accessory, so you can use it on any attacker that likes to dual wield. And I mean, even with, with 45 attack, it, it could go really well on a true double hand unit as well. Yeah, it's not too bad if you don't have much else in terms yeah. of the double hand. Having this thing be an accessory is super, super nice because there's just no restrictions. It would have sucked if it was a hat. Well, I mean, would it, it's not really a hat. Nobody wears a... Do they? I feel like I'm going to insult a lot of Hawaiians if I finish that sentence. <laughs> yeah, let's just avoid that. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Hawaii. Like you idiot. Aloha, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what you think about his umbrella katana. So good. I think it's hilarious, and I love it. I mean, I love all of the summertime units. What summeriness? That's it's kind of nice. the The sword itself is good. 170 attack is decent. You get a bit of defense as well. You can tell it was something that was made for Laswell <clears throat> or Aloha Laswell, I should say, because he's going to be kind of a damage dealing tank. He will be. So let's talk about that. Um, I at first glance, I actually didn't like him, but on closer inspection. I started to like him more and more. You mean when I listed off all his positive qualities? No, literally when I saw his final seven star, sorry, the last one on the list at least, Enriched Mind. When I saw that, I was like, oh, wait, okay, he's pretty good. So that's it? Yeah, that's pretty much it. And we'll, let's talk about it a little bit at least. Um, Enriched Mind lets you triple cast his summer skills which include a lot of things so you can do damage with it you can auto revive with it as well as aoe cover your team from physical damage it's kind of cool because you can use every single one of his abilities using enriched mind except for defensive move which realistically you're not going to use too often anyway i i don't know i think he's pretty good the only drawback to his tanky side is that his AoE cover lasts for three turns, but has a five-turn cooldown. Yeah, that's it's a bit of a drawback, but he has some really nice damage abilities. So yeah, he's got he he's got the ability to do some finishing. He can break attack and defense, and he's got a water and a wind type divine ruination move that I think chains with that family of abilities, and it imperils its own element so i i think that alone makes him really decent he's going to be able to chain with most really good chainers out today and on top of that he's got some decent modifiers on those abilities and he'll be able to pump out some decent damage and then in a pinch i don't think you can use him as a true cover tank because he's not going to be able to cover consistently but if you're running him as a damage dealer and something maybe happens to your tank and like maybe your tank dies in a stupid way and you have to revive him so he can't use his own cover ability that turn. Laswell's got you covered. Pun intended. He puts on his uh, he puts out his little umbrella. Uh, what's his name? God, I can't remember his name now. Nickel. Nickel comes, slaps on some sunscreen. Everybody's happy. Pretty much. So Laswell coming in as a physical slash tank in a pinch. His physical damage is really good though. I, I was pretty impressed by the numbers so it's nice to see that his seven star abilities aren't like going to waste that it's not just a filler unit he's actually pretty competitive his limit burst is really strong 12.9 times damage at max level but my favorite thing is is that it 100 percent imperils for wind and water which is the types of damage he's going to be doing yeah just overall pretty solid unit enough about laswell you mentioned nickel so let's talk about seaside nickel what do you think of seaside nickel his tmr looks really good his super tmr looks really good he can protect you from sunscreen <coughs> he can sorry he can protect, <laughs> he can protect you. you so someone's gonna try to put sunscreen on you and, this and guy's that's gonna when come he uses his listen i can save this i can save this that's when he activates his sunblock to block that sunscreen application attempt 
you know, it's like sometimes, let's say, I'm sure there are people who go to the beach and like they got this hot beach body. Everybody's oogling them. And, you know, you're trying to put that sunscreen on that hard to reach space at your back. And like some loser comes up, it's like, oh, I'll help you with that. It's like, no, you won't. Get out of here. Nicole jumps in. Like, get out of here, buddy. And then everybody's favorite husband, oh, Nicole, can then apply sunscreen with his other ability called sunscreen to that hard to reach spot. So this guy, if you're going to the beach, you need one of him for sure. That was surprise like i don't See, know i told I you should, i could save it if i should be like wow that was the stupidest thing i've ever heard or if i should be impressed that you came up with something that elaborate on the spot yeah from, from one stupid mistake <laughs> jeez hey, all right not sure if it's a talent yet or an impediment we'll find out we will definitely <laughs> so you're right though i mean he does have sunblock which covers you from physical like mitigates physical damage and then sunscreen which mitigates magic damage um which is really really good like 40 percent mitigation on anything is really strong yeah. and it'll stack with his lifeguard shade ability which is 30 percent general mitigation damage, yeah. yeah the other thing i like about him is he's got lifeguard refreshment which is something we see in cg nickel yep he can he can dual cast and recover 40 mp for the whole team twice Super nice to have if you need some sustain. Yeah, definitely. Another thing that's awesome about him is that he cures charm. I think he's among the first at a six-star level to be able to cure charm. And let's be honest, no, nobody can charm Nickel. It's true, he's actually. Just, he's the ultimate. That's why he's so desired, really, because he doesn't want anybody, and, and everybody wants who doesn't want them, that, that hard-to-get person. Like Nickel, especially when he's wearing those hot summer trunks. I thought you were going to say those hot glasses that he wears only for style. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Them. Yeah, he still wears them. That's funny. I didn't even notice that in his key yeah. sprite. All right, continuing on. Basically, this guy, I won't read you every single ability. He can dual cast his supportive abilities. He can dual cast his magic abilities. I think one thing I really like that is kind of unique is at seven star that single consumption move where he can take everybody's debuffs and put them on himself so if anybody has stat breaks or imperils he pulls them off and puts it on him so it enables your attackers to do more damage or your tanks to be able to soak more damage because i know there's a lot of bosses and trials that apply imperils and debuffs like crazy and this this guy can ensure that it's only really him who's gonna take the, the downsides of those and he doesn't have too many attack oriented moves and he's not really a unit you're going to be using too many damaging abilities with he's he's really heavily geared towards supporting yeah i was just going to say though that you can use him as a magic chainer for people who use flood or freeze but mainly you're looking to use him as a support and i was going to say that you can use single consumption and then use lifeguard revitalizer, which you can dual cast. So you can dual cast. Use can one. Can you dual cast single consumption though, because it's not a lifeguard or a diver skill? No, you can't. But I was gonna say you don't have to waste a turn removing your debuffs. You can remove yours as well as do one other helpful ability on the yeah. next. You, you can take everything, and then on the next turn you remove it and do something positive. So he's looking like a pretty awesome support unit. Yeah. Over overall, I think I like CG Nickel a little better, just because the sunscreen Nickel is more defensively geared, and a lot of tanks come with pre-built like oh oh crap panic buttons for those really tight situations. They come with those pre-built, and I would have liked to see some attack mag buffs on him to really round him out. I think that's really where he lacks. But if you're looking for sustain and just survivability, I think this guy is probably one of the best supports. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Or if you're going to the beach. <laughs> His limit burst, one final thing, gives you a 3,000 HP barrier. But my favorite thing about it is how massive the defense and spirit buff is on it. Gives you between 141 at base and 170 at max is really, really strong. Like the yeah. max, the limit on it is 300%. So if you're getting 170 from his LB, that's really, really good. So why don't we move on to the next member of the Water Priestess clan? Who could that possibly be? What do you mean, who, who could that possibly be? There's only three of them and one is dead. Yeah, it's, that means it's, you have a 50-50 shot. No, one is dead. <laughs> you have a 50-50 shot. All right, all right. Who is it? It's... Don't keep me in suspense. 
I was gonna say the uh, the Water Lord, but I forgot her actual name. I'm just gonna say it's it's Luca. Summertime Luca. <laughs> yeah. Um, she's okay. She's about the tier that Luca is. I'd say a little bit worse than Luca, just because her abilities are kind of split between doing damage and healing, and it's it's awkward. Yeah, it, it does seem a little bit awkward. She's got some interesting things she comes with priestess miracle just like her regular version Mm -hmm. and then she can also enable your magic damage dealers to deal some damage because she comes with some spirit debuffs and if if you're using water damage uh small water and peril but other than that uh, i think the best thing about her is her sprite yeah i'd agree with that her sprite looks awesome yeah she's just a really cute sprite i love the little braid waving in the background this looks really nice. It does. Um, there's not much really else to say about her. She like that pretty much covers it. She heals. Yeah. She attacks, but very weakly. That's pretty much it. And speaking of sprites, my favorite sprite of the entire batch is Tide Rider Skaha. All right, let's talk about it. She looks awesome. She does look I'm sick. so sad that as a unit, she is not the greatest. <laughs> she literally sucks. <laughs> her sprite is so good. <laughs> yeah. Like, she could put sunscreen on my back, if, if you know what I mean. Not if you have a summertime nickel. No, I don't. If I pull him, I'm selling him. <laughs> Just, so <she> can. <laughs> <laughs> Just so I can enable Ska. <laughs> you know what I All love? Right. I, I'm so sad that her sandals are her Trustmaster. It would have been awesome if that cool-looking surfboard was her Trustmaster. We really missed, yeah, we really missed a, a nice opportunity there. They should have just made her a 7-star unit and gave her a super TMR to use her surfboard. I hope for that one day. Maybe there will be some global enhancements for her. <laughs> I see, no, I, I doubt it too. Doubt I, just, it, I love the sprite so much that I'm not even going to be upset if I roll her. Even though she's... As a unit, she's really She literally not does the nothing. Yeah, I, there's not much I could say about her. Yeah, that's she's poor. Great. <laughs> there is nothing I can... She entrusts LB gauge, which yeah, can be useful. Yeah, that can come in handy in a pinch. But other than that... Her, <laughs> the rest of her abilities are pretty much what you'd expect from a three star with nothing too special. Yep. All right, that's that's pretty much it for the summertime banner. Not a whole lot going on there. A few interesting units, a free, a few crappy units, but that's typical with most banners. So, the moment we've all been waiting for. Actually, a lot of people have been clamoring for this more than the Heo banner. Yeah. It's the seven-star batch two. And we're going to see some really nice and powerful units get their seven-star in this batch. I think this batch is definitely better than batch one in terms of overall usefulness and power, I would say. Yeah, it seems like more of a DPS batch overall. So let's get into it. All right. First, we'll go to Trance Terra getting seven-star, which is awesome because i love transterra in general but we'll discuss what makes her so awesome so super tmr is an accessory ring which in my opinion is the most disgusting thing i've seen uh for a mage as an accessory halves mp consumption oh that's so good for seven star mages their spells are insanely expensive yes Especially when you start getting into the triple quadracast realm, as well as something like Dragonlord 7-star, who uses crazy amounts of magic to do anything. This is amazing. Yeah, That STMR, if you can get it, highly recommend investing and getting that. Any, yeah, I mean, you need a lot of her. There's a good chance that a lot of people will have this, though, because Transterra has been around for a long time. And just if you've been playing long enough... You might have gotten lucky where you've drawn multiple copies of her. So if you did, it's it's your time to shine because I think her trust. Her, you really need her Trustmaster to make her shine, but then her Super Trustmaster is just, it can go on any mage. It's that good. Just uh, really quickly because I forgot to mention it. All of these units are going into a special batch release banner. So you have a higher chance of getting them over the next couple weeks as well. So let's get into her abilities. Um, she learns my favorite thing that they're doing is giving her elemental chaos wave so she's able to use dark and fire typed chaos wave nice that's really going to be useful in my opinion as seven star and then full magical activation 
which not only buffs her mag, but then also enables her to quadracast any chaos wave ability. Yeah, that's insane. crazy. That's nuts. That's absolutely nuts. So you can literally quadracast these high damage abilities that stack on top of each other. So for example, Chaos Flare stacks up to 14 times damage at the end, and you can quadracast that. Yeah. That's insane to me. Like, this girl is going to be broken. And the nice thing, if you have the soul of Thamasa, her Trustmaster, equipped yep. to her, she can quadracast on turn one. So she's going to be one of the premier mages moving forward for the next little while, for sure. Oh, yeah. When definitely. I look at the amount of damage this one's going to be able to put out, and plus the option to chain with copies of herself it's i can only imagine quadra casting two or three of these trans terras well three would be like you have to be really lucky to have three but <laughs> you can use a friends that's what i mean right like two a lot of people who have seven star trans terra you're yeah. likely to have a, at least one or two friends who who have her as well and being able to quadra cast and chain these abilities is going to lead to some insane numbers yeah definitely so overall, the main thing about her is she's going to quadracast. I mean, that's the she's the first with that capability. And you definitely want to max her out. You, I know some seven stars you you don't necessarily need to take to level one hundred and twenty to get the most benefit out of. But at level one hundred and twenty, she gets an extra one times modifier to chaos wave, and then she gets a nice buff to her equipment mag as well. Yeah, that's going to be really good. Uh, just built in extra raw damage, basically, right there. Right. Yep. So that's Transterra. I mean, nothing more to add to her. I, I'm not going to go over the stuff that's already been released. And then her seven star limit burst. It's not too great, to be honest. I wouldn't use it compared to like quadra casting. Like it's it's just not worth it. But yeah, that's Transterra. She's going to be a busted mage for a little bit, I think. Looks like it. All right. Now let's talk about a guy that I've had a soft spot for for a long time. Onion Knight. I got this guy early on. He was one of my best uh, DPS units, my best chainer for a really long time. Um, so I'm super hyped about this. So what's good about his 7-star? Well, we can first start at his super TMR. Uh, Onion Knight's mission, which gives you great da uh, attack buff when equipped with swords. So you're getting 80% attack increase when you're using a sword, which conveniently enough you're going to want to use Onion Sword on this guy. Yeah, he gets some nice <clears throat> nice bonus abilities just for having it. And then it also increases physical damage against undead monsters, all in that one super TMR. That's like niche situation. The main thing is that buffed attack. Just you can the use 80% that non attack. Yeah, you can use good. that on Onion Knight, but you can also use it on any of your other characters as well, right? So it's not yep. locked to just one person. And then he just gets an overall damage increase for 7-star. He gets an ability called Onion Chop, which is like Onion Slice, but you're chopping it now. You're not just slicing it. You're chopping this onion, and you're doing 11 times damage to everybody while doing it. It looks like through Onion Knight's progressions from 5 to 6 to 7 star, he's moving through the various phases of Master Chef. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's getting more and more skilled at using that that uh, slicing those onions, onions. Yeah, yeah exactly and by the time you get him to seven star he can slice with the best of them he sure can i think uh, onion knight's going to be one of the best chaining units at seven star for for a good while he's going to get a nice modifier to his onion cutter on an onion slice yep and then the other nice thing is he gets his awakened splendor abilities which will also increase the the modifiers the modifier. of his slicers yeah. if you use them, right? Yeah, definitely. So it, it looks like his rotation is going to be he's going you're going to want to debuff or not debuff, but use one of the splendor abilities into his onion abilities. Yeah, it's going to be really really good because those splendor abilities imbue him with that element as well. So so he'll be able to really take advantage, which I think is why he's going to be one of the the premier damage dealers or chainers and very versatile too among chainers right so many different elements that he has access to i think it's cool you have a lot of elemental coverage and he's kind of got a bit of a built-in green mage potential like not only do you imperil and imbue but you also protect yourself from the elements 
Yeah, he's he's really strong uh, as a seven star as well as uh, with those ability awakenings. One thing to add on to that progression of like five to six to seven star, his one hundred level one hundred twenty seven star trait is called Exquisite Onion. <laughs> Once he levels up to max, he presents it to the judges, and there's like, mm, Exquisite. He gets the the badge. That's how he got his hat. That hat is actually a crown that only the champions of Master Chef get to wear. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah. So, what do you think of his STMR? Let's say you have four Onion Knights. Do you make two seven-star Onion Knights, or do you take one STMR? It depends what else you have. I mean, yeah. You'd, you'd make one seven-star and then use the other two for your STMR. It depends what you have. So, if you have some of the other units that are able to chain with the onion slice or the onion cutter family of chaining, I would go seven star and get a super TMR. If you don't, I would get two seven stars. Like to me, being able to chain with himself, if you have no other person to chain with him, is far more helpful than having an extra 80, 80% attack. Especially early on, if you have four, it might be better to get two of him. Um, one final comment about him. His seven star limit burst goes above and beyond. So it's going to do 11 times damage, which is awesome. But then it also buffs everybody's attack by 110% at max rank. And that's a lot. Like 11 times damage plus you're getting that buff. That's pretty awesome for a limit burst. That's because he puts in 110% into his onions. Exactly. All right, I'm done with All the right. onion jokes. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, we can uh, actually end talking about onions in general. Let's talk about something a little bit different. Let's talk about a healer in this patch named Ayaka. All right, let's talk about her. So White Mage Ayaka, she gets an uh, absolutely astounding Super TMR staff. 166 spirit. Yeah, really nice staff. 166. That's a lot. It's not bad. I've seen... I think it would have been better if it was 167. So let me say with Ayaka, she's she becomes better as a 7-star, but not much better. Now, here's the thing. Pretty much to clear content, 7-star healers are not as important as 7-star damage dealers. So if you have a 6-star Ayaka, she will do the job just fine. Getting her to 7-star gives you some nice extra buffs. So we can talk about some of the new things she gets as a 7-star that she didn't have before. All right, um, Elysium is one ability. It's a timed ability, which heals everybody and grants a 3,000 HP barrier. Yeah, so it's basically a Kiraja that will also give you a big HP barrier. But it's barrier. on a 6-turn cooldown. So it's like one of those things that you save for a, a moment where you almost get wiped and you need to survive the next attack, the next turn as well. She also gets something called Resurgence Plus, which again grants that HP barrier, but revives everyone from death. Eh, in my opinion, it's basically a buff to Resurgence. It doesn't do anything better. However, it's on a five turn cooldown, so... Again, a little bit tough to use. I think it's it's cool. Yeah. Well, that's what I said. You she she does what she does anyway, but just a little bit better. Resurgence Plus is nice in those situations where your team almost gets wiped and somehow your healer is the only one exactly. left. Exactly. And you got to revive everybody, but your tanks can't use their tank skills. So everyone's going to die again. I can't tell you how many times I've so been in that situation. Times. Having that extra 3000 HP might be what kind of pushes things over the edge so that you survive that turn and your tanks can start to use their mitigation skills and, and get things back on track. Now, if you're in that situation to begin with, chances are you're not in a good spot and you're probably going to lose anyway. But she does give you a bit of a, ch a better chance if she's 7-star. Yeah, which is pretty nice. And then her final ability, Purify Plus, like it implies, it just does Purify but better. So now it cures Stop and gives you that HP barrier again. So, like you mentioned, nice to have, not necessary for clearing content. My favorite thing about her is if you give her her Trustmaster, mm -hmm. it upgrades her limit burst, so that way it will restore 100% of HP and MP to yeah, everybody. at max level. So, to me, that's my favorite thing about 7-star Ayaka. The other abilities are nice to haves and can definitely come in handy in a pinch, but they don't generally change Ayaka too much. Yep. 
she's still going to be the great, amazing healer she is, whether she's six star or seven star. Yeah, exactly. So it's pretty interesting how it's worked out. I mean, what uh, what else could you do to a healer, right? There's not much more you can add to it. Especially one that's right now top tier. I think she suffers because she doesn't have any debuff or imperil removal skills. She does with her limit burst. But everything else, she's just really, Her limit really burst at. removes everything. So, I mean, it's fair. Does it? I thought it just removed status effects. Cure all status ailments, stats breaks, stops, and charms. Oh, nice. There you go. So, as long as you can get her limit burst. Yeah, pretty much. She's good. I mean, like, there's just not too much else you could have given her without outright breaking her. Because I think they want to give newer healers down the road a chance to, <laughs> to get used and yes. rolled for. Because right now, Ayaka and... Uh, CG Fina are just way like leagues above everybody yep. else. One thing I like that they did add actually, which is a huge improvement in my opinion, is her 120, level 120, devoted white mage. Uh, chance to ignore fatal damage when HP is above 40%, up to three times. So that can be really, really clutch in very, very uh, difficult battles. Yep, can help you get off that resurgence plus to hopefully get a chance. Exactly. But that's Ayaka pretty much. Was an awesome healer, continues to be an awesome healer. Let's talk about your boy now. Yeah, we're going back to the beach, guys. Let's. It is. Titus. It's it's not Titus, it's Aloha Titus. <laughs> is it? No, it's. I, I call him Titus. I call him Titus too. Why did you call him Titus? Titus sounds like. Because I wanted to bother a you. A boob. Oh. Well, you succeeded. Congratulations. <laughs> You'll be getting my angry letter in the mail. Someone actually came and told me that Titus was the intended pronunciation, apparently. I don't care what they intended. It sounds stupid. Kind of like Jif sounds stupid compared yeah, to Yeah, but I mean, I say Jif, so I don't think Jif sounds stupid. Really? You say Jif? is awesome. But Why? Because it's cool. We can't continue this podcast, I think. No, shut up. Let me finish. So Titus just fits better because he's... Just water elemental, tide, and then it's like tide us. Yes. Because he makes everybody resistant to water. So uh, Titus, like, I don't care what, what those people think you should call him. His name is Titus. Let's let's just agree on that. All right, let's, all. let's talk about him. Let's just get into it. We'll call him Titus because I call him His that super too. trust master is Dream of the Faith. If you played the game, nice little shout out. It helps your... I mean, I don't know if Titus needs more LB gauge fill rate. His LB gauge already fills in like five burst stones. But like I, I run two Tituses and I love when they're like, oh, use two LBs. You, you do it in one turn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Like His LB is, is stupid. It's always up. So this, this will literally make his LB be available all the time. What I like is increase Esper's bonus stats by 50%. That definitely has some potential, especially if you stack it with some of the other units we've already gotten. That have that same thing? That have that same passive. Well, actually, yeah, you might be able to... Funny enough, Titus gets this built into his kit, I'm pretty sure. Or am I completely wrong? I might have been thinking of another unit. Ignore me. This is totally untrue. <laughs> you were you were thinking of Titus, but here we're talking about Titus, okay? <laughs> no, I was, I was thinking about uh, the next few units, but that's okay. We're good. Let's keep going. All right. <laughs> Just ignore me. So he gets uh at seven star he gets jet shot two or jet shot which just eight times physical damage and decreases water resistance by 65 percent for five turns uh previously titus only had access to his water in peril through his limit burst now he gets a second ability that does it although not quite as well and it has a it has a good modifier as a finisher eight times is is pretty good it's, it's nothing to write home about but it's pretty good and i mean at the same time if his his limit burst water in peril is better. It starts at seventy five percent and goes up to a hundred percent if you max it out. So if if I had to choose between one or the other, I'd definitely go for the limit burst. But maybe you want to use it on turn one. Yeah, I mean it, it definitely helps him to set up his combos. Yeah, for sure. Especially because most of the time you're going to be you're going to be wearing his brotherhood because it's going to give him other bonuses as well, and he he naturally wants to do water damage because of his kit. Yep. He has a really nice ability called delay buster and delay attack which lets him use his all of his offensive skills either twice or three times in one turn yep which yeah it's gonna it's gonna make it's gonna make his turn four really insane when it comes to or turn five i should say really insane when it comes to burst potential because you're still gonna have access to his chaining move quick hit and then you can do it three times in one turn yeah having a triple cast 
on Titus is going to make him really, really, really strong. I think a bit of the downside is how long it takes to set up because you'd have to use Jack Shot or two and then use probably delay attack and then go into... No, by turn four, yes. you have access to Blitz Ace. You probably get that on turn two is Limit Burst. <laughs> With all that Limit Burst gauge increase. Yeah. So, but yeah, by the time you get to turn five, it'll be because if you notice that his water breaks all last five turns, so it looks like it's designed to kind of get you to that point where you can use the lay buster and then really take advantage of it. Oh, yeah, it's gonna be great. What does his TMR get us? Tell me about that. I think that's really good. His bonus passives, yep, get some nice bonus damage to beasts, birds, and demons, and then it really solidifies him as a true double hand unit because he's gonna get. 100% bonus attack when single wielding, and then he's going to get 25% extra limit burst damage. So you're definitely going to want to spam his limit burst to use to, to get his water in peril whenever you can. Dance would just generally do damage. I mean, uh, 12, yeah. 25%. You're doing like 16 times damage, I guess. Yeah, it becomes it becomes a decent enough ability to the point where you, you're no longer trying to choose whether you want to use Jack Shot or his uh, limit burst. Which is nice. It, it kind of lets you... Take advantage of both whenever you need to. Because, yeah, you can use Jack Shot before his Limit Burst is up, but then when it's up, use that for the bigger Imperil and set up his combo on the next couple turns. Exactly. He's definitely going to be a really good Chainer. Yeah, I really like him, actually. He's really strong. I think he's probably going to be slightly weaker than Onion Knight just because of all the really nice bonus things in Onion Knight's kit, all the Green Mage abilities, the Imbues, the Imperils and the nice damage, but I think he loses out probably to Onionite by a little. So if you have Titus, definitely is still one of the top tier. Oh yeah. Chain of units. I was just gonna say that Onionite's a little bit more versatile. It's got a lot of layers, uh, like an onion, whereas- I thought we were done with those. You were done with those. Oh, okay. You were done with those. I'm still going. Uh, okay, uh, but yeah, they're pretty equal. Slight upper hand to Onionite. All right, let's start talking about the unit that I wanted a long time ago and never got. Ace. How do you feel about Ace getting seven star? I'm not sure. I never really had Ace either, and I never really used Ace. I know for a while he was a top tier unit, but I just I'm not familiar enough with him. What what does he get as a seven star that you think is exciting? Well, his super TMR is pretty nice, to be honest. I mean, a throwing weapon with 169 magic nice. is really good. Yeah. Like, first of all, 69. Second of all, it's a lot of mag. Yeah, it's 169 mag. It's also, I won't say... I'm, I'm just honest. sad that his his attack on that weapon was only 62. It would have been better if it was, 100, if it was 69. 69. That would have been yeah. good. You're right. Nice little joke. Anyway... Um, so the abilities that he has are a little bit tough to use, so they're all based on luck, which is nice. I kind of enjoy that aspect, but at 7 star, he's getting a damage mitigation ability uh, called Force Hand, which mm -hmm. basically mitigates more damage based on how lucky you it's are. It's like a gamble, right? Yeah, exactly. What else does he have? He has Top Hand, which I believe does a little bit of everything. So like it mitigates damage, it stops the enemy, it heals. Depending on how lucky you are, it can be really, really good or it can just be okay. Yeah, I, it looks like he's he's kind of a magic damage dealing support that enables your other magic dealers as well. It seems like he'd be really good on magic heavy teams or trials where you want to bring a lot of magic damage yeah i'd agree with that and then i like this ability only because i've suffered so many times trying to summon an esper during a trial uh, summon a dolan <laughs> increases yeah. your invocation gauge Super to max nice. but it kills the caster so you die but you get to summon your esper i can't tell you how hard i had to work to summon the esper for estark the raid oh yeah he just he dies too easily yeah i know exactly what you mean yeah but that's ace in a nutshell, pretty much. I do like what his TMR gives him as a 7-star. Um, increasing the modifier to Tri-Beam Laser by 6.5 times. So it actually becomes yeah. a pretty decent DPS ability. He can definitely pump out some damage if you need him to. What are, what's your overall impression of this guy? I mean, he's a decent damage-dealing supportive unit. He, he has good MP sustain, which, I mean, old Ace had as well. And he's got, I mean, that's all I knew Ace as before. I was like, oh, he just, he's your MP battery. And I mean, now he's got some 
nice buffs, nice magic damage, really enables your other magic damage dealers. So if you have Trans Terras or whatever, he really helps them to shine with his kit. I'm a little bit... I mean, I guess there wasn't much more you could do to him. They stayed true to his gambling nature. So I do like that aspect. Yeah, I mean, we can't have everybody be a broken mage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can't have everyone <laughs> being disgusting. Yeah. Um, so in the same Final Fantasy game, we can move on to Queen. Ooh, nice. The, the most useless five star for the longest time. Let's see if she's become a useful seven star. The first thing I want to mention is the Super TMR, the Lucid Lenses. So if you look closely in her sprite, she is so wearing good. glasses. Yep. And now you get to use those glasses yourself, and they're disgusting. I love the attack on these. 55 is one of the highest we've seen on an accessory. Yes. And then she also gets a nice bonus effect where if she takes fatal damage, well, not she, but anybody who's wearing them, if you don't want to use them on her, she'll survive by 1%, or there's a chance she'll survive. 100% chance to survive when HP is above 1%. Oh, there you go. So you have a second chance. And I think this really fits nicely with Queen's kit because she really shines when she's below a certain percent HP. Yeah, I think she gets a huge buff for being lo lower than like 3% or something like that, right? I think, I can't remember. It's been a long time. I think it, it is something like that. She does get an even bigger buff now. So she gets she buffs her attack when she's super low. But now with her TMR, she actually buffs her defensive side as well. So it helps her in her survivability on top of that. Oh, yeah, I just see that. It's 300% buff. That's the max you yeah, can get. Yeah, she just literally maxes out the defense and spirit buff she gets, which mm -hmm. is really good. Like, synergizes well with that super TMR. But you can also use that on other people. I mean, there's a lot of units that you really don't want to die that sometimes die, and you can make them not die sometimes. Oh, interesting. It looks like she got a mini buff for the global version to one of her new abilities, the... <clears throat> The armor piercing. Yep. It's a 12 hit ability, and it looks like it now will chain with quick hit. So that's Titus's chaining move. Super nice buff. And she can double cast it. Yeah, she. It, that's sorry, I forgot to mention that. She does come at seven star with a, a double cast ability. And she's also, if you have her Trustmaster equipped, she gains 100% equipment attack when single wielding. So she's going to be a true double hand unit. So now you can use her and Titus, if you have it, to chain in that quick hit family. So you can double cast with Titus, double cast with uh, Queen, and you're good to go. You're doing your chain. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, chaining with Titus is a bit awkward because he's got to waste a turn to activate his dual cast, <clears throat> whereas Queen can just dual cast consistently. So I think she's got a bit on him there, but she lacks the imperils and imbues that Titus has. Mm -hmm. So it's a bit of a trade-off. Well, one thing too to consider is one of her stronger abilities. If you can imperil lightning, she has an ability that does 15 times lightning damage, which is pretty strong. I like the ability too because it will bring her down to 5% HP just under her 6% threshold. Mm -hmm. So she'll get a really nice buff to her abilities. And I think honestly, one of the biggest drawbacks to Queen in the past was it was hard to get her into the right range because it was so low. And then it was hard to keep her alive in that range. But with all the access we have now to survivability tools, we have cover tanks, taunt tanks, often taunt and cover tanks in the same team. The odds of her actually taking a hit to bring her from 5% to zero are really slim. So I think in today's environment, Queen can shine a lot more than she could when she first came out. Well, even with that super, if you use that super TMR, even if she does take that hit from 5%, she'll survive. So it really synergizes well in her kit. Like, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I like her, honestly. I, I'm surprised by how much better she becomes as a 7-star. Yep. Definitely a solid unit. I'd probably say that too much. You do, but a lot of the 7-stars are solid I units. I think right now, yeah, she's just a great chainer. She'll, she can definitely keep up with the likes of Titus and even Onion Knight. One thing I wasn't expecting was this much of a buff to her Divine Judgment, her Limit Burst. So she used to do, at max rank, three times damage. That jumped at seven star to 14 times at max rank. Yeah, I mean, they had to. <laughs> Otherwise, why even use it? Her old Limit Burst, why even use it? She actually has a reason to use it now. It's pretty great. I mean, I think in the past they limited her damage because of the HP drain effect. But let's be honest, the HP drain effect is useless. 
Yeah, you're using no a team for, for that. You're not, yeah, you're not running any difficult content without a healer. That's just insane. Yep. So I'm really, I'm really glad they actually gave her a massive jump in, in her damage numbers because otherwise there's no reason to use this limit burst. And then one final thing, she gets summon a Dolan available on turn one. Love it. Love having that. Just for those tricky. Nice little shout out to the game. Yeah, exactly. And it's for those tricky trials. Really helps a lot. All right. Moving on. Final Fantasy 15. It's your boy. Kingsglaive Nyx. Is it Kingsglaive or is it Kingsguard? Well, he, his job is Kingsglaive. He oh, is no, the Kingsglaive. Yeah, he's the Kingsglaive. Sorry. Nyx. Yeah, it is. Nyx, there Nyx, he is. Nyx. He's glaiving that king. He is glaiving away. Great job, Nyx. All right, who's next? <laughs> really? No, I'm kidding. He's, I was going to say, he's actually really, really good. <laughs> he's the best unit. <laughs> he's so good. He's actually the best unit of the batch. It's like, what the hell? You're just going to skip it? This guy will actually out-damage Hio. <laughs> All right, so we'll start slowly. His super TMR, uh, Nyx's dagger, 158 damage, or 158 attack, sorry, 50 defense, um, and it's fire element. And then it also increases resistance to all elements. So it's a really interesting all-around dagger. Like, I can see this being used on both a DPS as well as a tank. Yep. So tell me what makes Nyx so strong. So at 7-star, he gets war preparations, which lets him use any of his... Not any, but most of his damaging abilities twice in a turn. So he'll actually be able to warp charge and warp strike all in one turn, which is really good. It helps you to maintain a full break on anybody at almost all times. And then he's got, with his King's Glaive, you, if you can dual cast that, he's got an eight hit move that does some really big damage and imperils fire. So having this kind of thing built in and then building him with the true double hand or even fixed dice with his multipliers and, and built in dual cast can enable potentially some really big numbers. Yeah, for sure. The nice thing too is if you don't have something like fixed dice, you can still take advantage of his imperiling of fire resistance um, and not using that second ability if you do get his super TMR because it does have a fire, it is a fire weapon. So his two big seven star abilities, the timed ones, firm resolution buffs himself to all stats by 140%, which is awesome, and enables something called risky slash, um, 14 times damage, which is really high, but 90 it does 99% damage to yourself. Yeah. So that's why it's risky. You do a crazy ton of damage AOE, but you might die. I think one of one of the other things for Nyx, I I read somewhere about a nice combo you could do with him and. And Heo, where you use his entrusted future, which will it'll kill him, but it'll fill the burst stones of let's say you have two Heos just waiting. You can use him to enable two Heos to chain their insane limit burst pretty consistently. So you can use this ability, kill him, use your healer to revive Nyx, have your Heos blow their load, and then rinse and repeat. It takes 20 turns cooldown though. Oh yeah. <laughs> So let's redo that. I wasn't <laughs> no, that's fine. What you said, it's just not rinse and repeat. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Sorry, rinse the thing and repeat is, this you can use it, and it's awesome for like clearing trials because you can use it on turn one, right? Clearly, I'm overtired. Yeah, it's it's literally you you can burn through almost anything in one turn. That that was the strategy. Yes, I guess <laughs> I guess in a really long winded trial, you might get to rinse and repeat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, this guy's giving me so much trouble. This fucking Nyx. Let's, let's just, <laughs> just not on. talk about it. You tried <laughs> to skip him, guy. and that was a good idea, I think. <laughs> we should have just skipped. <laughs> All right, so his his TMR. <laughs> I thought we were skipping, man. His Come on. His TMR buff <laughs> helps him out a lot. Gives him increased equipment attack when dual wielding. Upgrades his limit burst. And this upgraded limit burst basically decreases fire resistance by a little bit more in his kit. But it's not really amazing because the damage kind of sucks overall in comparison to most things. So it's like it's a dispel with a fire break. And you can use that in combination with a few other things if you needed to. Overall, Nyx, like he's good. But he's not amazing to me unless you're using other units around him like you when you mentioned Heo, or if you're using a broken piece of equipment like Fixed Dice. I think he can be good too if you have Yoon or if you have a copy of him to give him a chaining partner. Yeah, that's true. But he's really limited in his chaining partners, which is a big drawback. So we tried to skip Nyx, so now we're finally done with that. <laughs> 
Oh, God. Let's go to my favorite class, Dragoon. I love Dragoons, except they suck. Let's see if they made Roberta not suck. Highly doubt it, but let's try. So, as we start off as a, with every unit, the Super TMR, increase attack by 50%, defense HP and MP by 20% when equipped with a spear, and increase jump damage by 50%. That's actually decent. Yeah, it's actually a really good super TMR for Dragoons. Like anybody who uses spears and jumps, you're good to go. Her abilities, I actually like them. I actually think she's pretty decent. So we'll just talk about her seven star abilities because she's had these others for a really long time. Crimson Raid she gets. Available on turn five, which is a downside, but increases her attack by 150%. Does seven times damage to everybody. And chains with Octoslash. So that's Sephiroth's TMR ability. So he, this lady can chain with Sephiroth. Um, and then she also gets to recast that. She also gets Red Vengeance. Increased physical damage against humans 200% for two turns. And it's a jump. So not only is she going to be disgusting against humans, because she's doing 200% damage, plus her all of her built-in increased jump damage, like just in her kit alone, Jump damage is increased by 200%. Her super TMR gives her plus 50%. Like she's going to be dishing out a crazy amount of damage, especially to humans. Something I've been seeing on the new batch of seven stars is LB upgrades. So Roberta actually gets an interesting one. She gets a really nice imperil on her limit burst for 75% at base level up to 104% at max level of fire, ice, and lightning, which are the three main elements she uses. But I mean, you can also use this to enable some of your other damage dealers. These are very common elements. In fact, you can use this to enable a, a couple of the units we've already talked about, like Transterra has her fire ability now, and soon enough we'll be talking about another unit who also does fire damage. Unfortunately, she doesn't synergize well with the beach units, but that's really... And she's a dragoon, which sucks. Yeah, it sucks. I like. I I'm wish they'd fix jumps. Jump. I'm just not... I like that she has bonus jump damage in her kit. So if you buff up her passive, you get 50% bonus. And then if you have her super trust master, you'll get 50% bonus for a total of double damage to her jumps. Just, but it's a really high investment. Yeah, I know. That's the downside to, to any of these units. It just... You don't do that much damage. I mean, but she's she's going to be great against humans. She's great against dragons already, being a dragoon. And I think giving her some really nice imperils is going to help her a lot. It'll give her more of a place, for sure. And the ability to chain is nice now. And she's she's become a dual-wield unit, so she does have now dual-wield built into her kit, as long as you have her TMR equipped. Which, if you... If you were in that one banner and you managed to get her, you have like seven Crimson Bloods. <laughs> <laughs> I still have those TMR Moogles. Yeah, it's pretty nice though. Having her dual wield will help her a lot. I agree. I wonder how dual wield will interact with her jumps. Yeah, because I've never used her as a dual wield person. So that's something. If you know, send me a message and let me know how dual wield works with Roberta. It would suck if she can't dual wield her jumps. I doubt she can, but we'll see. No, she almost, she almost guaranteed can. Yeah. But hopefully. Dragoons are the most gimped units. It's so sad. They're so cool. I love their their design. I love the idea of them. But then like at almost every Final Fantasy game, the waste of a turn by jumping is almost never worth it. And in this case, you can't even control when they come down. So you can't chain with them. It's just, it's so painful. Literally, if you could at least cap the chain with their ability. <laughs> yeah, if you could control when they drop from the sky. That would make every Dragoon 10 times better. Yes. Oh, well, what can you do? Well, we can we can talk about the next person, Emperor. Ah, uh, yes. Emperor. An actually good unit. No, I'm kidding. Roberta's actually good, but no, Roberta's Emperor good. is going to be better. So his super TMR, we'll just get right into it. Corrupt Emperor increases HP by 10% and mag by 60%. That's I a lot. I love that his super trust master, like if you really get to know this guy, he just corrupts you. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's his gift. He's just a terrible person. <laughs> Like, all of his abilities are like, fuck you, team. <laughs> Give me everything. I love it, though, because that's what you want. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. 
I mean, you want your damage, your primary damage dealer to get all the buffs. It's kind of the same way with, we talked about the Seabreeze Aloha. No, it wasn't Aloha. Was it Seabreeze? Sunscreen? I'm going to call him Sunscreen Nickel, where he will take the debuffs onto himself. This guy will give out the debuffs. He's like, you guys take them. I don't want to deal with them. I'm the Emperor. So my favorite thing about this guy as a 7-star double Hellfire, he can dual cast his fire from below, which is nuts. Yes, it is. So if you awaken fire from below to plus 2, you can increase his fire magic damage 9 times, 2.5 times each for a max of 25 times damage. And it decreases the enemy's fire resistance. So if you dual cast this thing, you're doing 5 times. You, you, have, you already have in one turn a 5 times cap. Which will just in I think what it takes him five turns to stack it now. Yep. Uh, well, I mean, on the fifth turn, at the fi- on the fifth turn, you're doing max damage. This guy is just nuts. Yeah, he's gonna do a crazy amount of fire damage. And if you imperil fire with Roberta to a hundred and four percent, this guy is gonna annihilate. He gets some other nice stuff, but nothing major. The big thing for me is his dual casting of fire from below that will make him one of the best cappers. My main question to Gumi and the team is why did you give him Elixir as a timed ability? <laughs> I love what that is it the recovers point? 10 MP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's the point of that? <laughs> so useless it seems like they were scared to make him too good but they have to give him something (laughs) like you need a timed ability here use elixir so i mean i don't think he has any abilities where he's actually going to hurt himself where you want to recover your hp no he doesn't i don't know there's no reason to use it i just thought it was funny yeah the main thing you're going to do with this guy is just but it's been such a long time since i've played it that I don't remember. You're going to spam with this guy fire from below. That's the main thing. So equip his TMR to get that dual cast of fire from below and just cast fire from below a lot. Yeah, just go to town. And that's Emperor in a nutshell. That's literally what he does. So we'll move on to Mercenary Ramza. I like his super TMR. It's really strong. The shield gives tons of defense, tons of spirit, and then buffs the percentage on them as well. 20% to defense and 20% to spirit. A really good shield. Yeah, yeah. you know, I've seen people use that shield. One of the best shields I've ever seen used. Truly a good shield. Yeah, it's really sturdy. So what do you think of his seven star abilities overall? So what does he get? He gets a chance to protect allies from physical damage. So he gets a nice AoE magic or AoE physical cover. He also has an AoE magic cover that's on a timed cooldown ability. I think both of his cover abilities are mitigate slightly less damage than some of our other tanks. But he gets to have both of them on you get to have both of them on one person. And he still gets to keep his other nice, just nice abilities that he had, like Weapon Break and Mind Break, which potentially could break for up to 60% attack and mag. Yeah, exactly. Up to uh, 60% each. He has a nice Crush Resistance on turn 6, can imperil an enemy to all elements. It's pretty nice. Yeah, overall he's like a a slightly weaker Bosh with a bit of uh, imperil folk. Like he's very supporty, a very supportive tank. Yeah, I mean he becomes basically a pretty decent tank. He has a built-in cover, so he'll be able to generate limit burst stones for your team. Solid unit. I think he's a little bit worse than Wilhelm, but he does get the... AOE magic cover in his kit as well. Yes. So some nice versatility. One thing I don't like about him is that when equipped with his TMR, it only increases stop resistance by 50%. I know. I don't know why, why they didn't just give him why 100%. Why not just give him 100? It's so strange. I don't know. It didn't that doesn't make any sense to me, but I like why even put it in then? If it's only <laughs> yeah. 50%, I'm not going to risk that. Well, whatever. Overall, half decent um one of the worst units of the banner, in my opinion. But he has his place. If you don't have anything better, he still does a pretty bang-up job. Yeah, it's nice because he's two two types of cover tanks in one, even if he doesn't do it as well as some of the others. Mm-hmm. Overall decent. Yeah, solid 7 out of 10. Let's talk about his friend here, Knight Delita. All right. So his super TMR. Dark Aspirations. Increase HP attack and defense by 30% and physical damage against humans by 50%. In my opinion, as a super TMR, this sucks. Mm -hmm. Like, I really don't like this. I mean, 
yeah, you're getting Maneater basically in it, but you already have Maneater, Maneater Plus. You can equip Diabolos for another man. Like there's so many other ways to get this that are much easier. Like why would you even bother with it? And then it's only a 30% increase to those stats. It's not really that good. Mm -hmm. I really wouldn't waste my time. It's kind of cool that you can build him either true double hand or dual wield. And it's kind of cool. He His limit, his upgraded limit burst is really nice. 100% lightning in peril. And it's only 20 burst stones at 7 stars, so it's not that expensive. I think it synergizes well with Queen, who has that really high damage lightning attack. And he's also got the manipulative, which increases his LB gauge fill rate. So it looks like he's going to be spamming this thing as much as he can. It's got a really nice, I wanted to say full break, but it's attack, defense, and mag. Almost full break. Yeah, it's missing one. One short of full. He's going to be breaking and stuff. Like, it's pretty decent. He, yeah, he shares some abilities with his friend Ramza. He's got Rage Inferno. He's got Blade of Creation, which increases his limit burst gauge, does a bit of damage. Yeah. Blade of Absolute Supremacy is a great attack, but unfortunately only available on turn 6. So I think for now, he's actually a really good unit to attack. He's got a lot of nice built-in attack in his kit. Hit, but he'll get out sh outshadowed or overshadowed pretty quick. Yeah, and I think there's a few other units that do these things already. I think if you don't have any good 7-star <coughs> damage dealers, right now Knight Delita as a 7-star is actually one of the better ones. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Just because of all the free attack he has in his kit, and then if you equip him with his Trustmaster, his Limit Burst becomes really good at 7-star. Yeah, pretty much. And he does have that nice Hollowed Bolt ability. It's on Does he have an Awakened? Hallowed Bolt? No. Nope. Unfortunate. You're definitely going to want to give him a lightning weapon to get the most out of him. Well, he does have a commanding blade, which gives him lightning element to physical attacks. Oh, there attacks. you go. Even better. Yeah, and it looks like it's a decent. Does he get a... At 120, I think he gets a buff to commanding blade. Yeah, he gets a 1.2 times. Yeah. So decent. He becomes decent. Not crazy amazing or game breaking or anything like that but he's pretty good he's, yeah i think right now he's one of the better damage dealers i really like that they made his upgraded limit burst really strong but also synergize well with the fact that he can give himself lightning element. lightning imbue definitely for some reason to some units they made it so that doesn't synergize which was weird but thankfully for this guy it does yep so overall what is the first unit you're gonna awaken out of this batch I think Titus, I have a 7-star Lightning that can chain with him right now. I don't think keeping two 6-star Tituses is worth it because 7-star Titus is going to have a nice potential to triple cast, some other nice buffs. And then I can't remember, I might have two Emperors. That would be disgusting. I think I know I have one for sure because I have his Trustmaster, but I there might be a five-star Emperor kicking around somewhere. For some reason, I feel like I had one, but maybe I'm making it up. <laughs> What about you? Just recently, before the podcast, actually, I awakened my Trans Terra. How is she? She is... Oh, sorry. I made a mistake. I was going to, but I ran out of money because I awakened Titus. She's really good. I don't have enough resources to level her, but I also don't have enough resources to level Titus. I'm all out of money. I'm all out of experience. <laughs> I have nothing. <laughs> have you rolled your raid? No, I haven't. I'm waiting when you, for... When you roll your raid, yeah, you'll be able to max at least one of them, I think. I was waiting for this batch so that I can take advantage of it all, but I don't have the inventory space to do it regularly, so I've just been waiting. Yeah, I think like Onion Knight, Nyx, Titus, Emperor, and Trans Terra are probably the best if you have them and you're tight on resources. Yep. They're the ones to go for first. If you don't have them, almost every other unit on this banner is actually really good at what they do. Like, Roberta will be a decent damage dealer. Queen is good. Uh, Mercenary, Delita, or Dark Knight. Oh, what was he? I can't, God, I can't even remember. Knight, Delita, Mercenary, Knight, Delita. Ramza. Yeah, he's going to be good. Mercenary Ramza is probably the lowest on the list for me would be Ayaka and Mercenary Ramza. Yeah, I wouldn't bother with Ayaka, to be honest, if you can awaken anything else, just because she already does everything she can at 7-star. If you have the spare resources, it's nice. She'll get some extra stats, she'll get some nice new effects, but not necessary. She's, exactly. she's a great unit as a 6-star, as it is. All right, so that's pretty much it for the 7-star batch. Um, another thing that came out this week is another week of weapon enhancement dungeon um, with the ability to awaken or enhance sorry maces um i forget what else is in there 
<laughs> I think daggers. I'm pulling it up right now. Yeah, pull it up. Maces, daggers, a... claws, and bows. Not bad. Yeah, some decent stuff. You can awaken some pretty good stuff. Well, I know Nick's. Oh, Nick's I didn't mean to say daggers. scratch everything. I meant to say fists, spears, maces, and bows, not daggers. You cannot enhance daggers. Why did you say daggers? I don't know. Did I throw you off when I said daggers? <laughs> I you should so. know by you should know by now. I just say shit to say it. <laughs> Because, see, yeah, there's a no chance I was right, and everybody would be like, ooh, yeah. But if I'm wrong, they'll just be like, oh, he's an idiot, whatever. <laughs> pretty much. Oh, man. So that pretty much brings us up to the end of the podcast. Uh, I'm assuming that we're both just going to spam weapon enhancement, farm heals thing that comes out. You get yeah. the chance to get more crists. Basically, going to be doing that. Well, see, I might roll a couple times for the summer units. I love Luca's thing, and I love Skaha. I'll probably roll until I get a Skaha. I just want her. <laughs> Fair Her sprite is, is alone is worth it. Yep. All right. So that's it for the podcast this week. It was a big one with that seven star batch coming out. A lot to talk about. And I mean, we covered everything like briefly. Let us know if you guys want us to go more in depth or even less in depth. If you if you don't enjoy that kind of stuff, feel free to shoot us a message. Let us know. Like we're trying to figure out what the right amount is for everybody. Exactly. So if you like a lot of hard numbers, let us know. If you like us to just give you the general overview, let us know that too. Or if you hate everything, just tell us that too, I guess. Yeah. Hey, whatever. They, they, can, <laughs> they can do whatever they want, man. They can tell us they hate us, and then we're going to go into like a nice extra maintenance for them, see how they like it. <laughs> now they're really gonna hate us <laughs> now they're really gonna hate us oh yeah i, I oh, went there man. that was awesome <laughs> all right nice, nice meme lord yeah, all right let's, let's end this thing before it gets spot, worse before we get into more trouble <laughs> all right guys thanks for listening really appreciate it catch you next time peace all right guys take care Hey guys, we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you could please like or subscribe to this podcast, it would really help us out.